is it a fact or is it an opinion? And so that's something else that comes into play that your thoughts here, is it a fact or is it your opinion? And so with your opinion, you're going off of your experiences. You're going off of your what you've lived and what you've been told, the stories that you've been told. And so that's where it comes into play where you've got to have that community. You've got to have the tribe because if you do not get away from yourself, if you don't have somebody that can step in there and help break that negative loop, it's going to continue. up everyone scott brandt one half of the coast of the journey beyond divorce podcast have you ever had the situation come up where you're thinking of something and all of a sudden things start occurring that align with your thoughts within this episode i discuss different things when it comes to looking at the past year and how you see what came out of the year that we had. So if you're looking to find out a way to kind of shake yourself loose, end up adjusting how you see stuff, maybe being mindful about how your thoughts impact you and are you stacking your thoughts? This episode is one of those things that we discuss different things and whatnot. If you're a Regular listener, thank you for your support. Thank you for jumping on and uh, taking a listen to the uh, podcast. If you're a new listener, thank you for your time. Just uh, check out the uh, the podcast and see what it's all about. Within the podcast, myself and Miriam, we share our journey. We share what we've gone through. We share the tools that we've utilized to get through the journey beyond divorce. It's not the easiest journey, but we're creating a space creating a tribe where people can feel safe, they have that space, and they feel as if they they know that they're not the only one that's gone through this before. So again, thank you guys for your time. I hope you find value in this episode. And if you do, share it out with others. Enjoy the episode and I'll catch you guys later. What is up, everyone? One half of the host for the Journey Beyond Divorce podcast, Scott Brandt, should be the last weekend, last day that I'm solo by myself. We'll find out um, because we know how life works. Sometimes things get thrown at us that we weren't thinking it was going to be there. So next week, it may be myself and Miriam, um, but if not, it'll be me again coming on sharing some uh, information, some value, things to consider, some things to look at and whatnot. And as always, want to give a shout out to our sponsor, uh, that being Tabala Creative Cuisine. But with their pivots that they've taken in regards with the time to not utilize the truck, they have gone with Tabala's Food for Thought. And so Jasper did send me over the piece for the food for thought um, aspect that we'll highlight and we'll talk about. And uh, with Tabala, uh, I think we may have talked about it, I'm not for sure, but still they'll have their Facebook up and running and they're going to be utilizing that as a way to showcase and highlight other small businesses while they aren't in operation. During, I want to say Jasper talked about March, um, but just the winter time frame, not a lot of activity and whatnot. So it's good times. And so reached out to uh, Jasper before the uh, recording of the episode tonight and uh, asked for the food for thought. And she had come back with, can slash should you rationalize an irrational thought? And so that could be one of those things that an individual struggles with um, because you can potentially get wrapped up so much in your thoughts and you may be dealing with the issue that what you're thinking and what you're telling yourself may not be the truth. 
it may not be a fact. Maybe it's an opinion because of what you're looking at. And so it's something to really consider. How often are you rationalizing an irrational thought? And that's one of those things that irrational could be very subjective to each of us. And so you've got to understand, and like I've talked about it, was it last week or the week before, uh, with our lenses and how we view and see the world. And so that's the same thing when uh, individuals hear the thought or you express the idea, maybe you think it's irrational, but maybe that person that you're talking to doesn't think it's irrational. You just never know. Just because of how we look at uh, life, how we view things, and how we come about with our perspective and how we take in the world and whatnot. So it's one of those very interesting things that it can be a fact that a lot of things that we talk about, a lot of uh, wording, a lot of words, a lot of thoughts can be very subjective. And uh, I think it goes hand in hand with the aspect of understanding that each of us are looking at life through our lens. And uh, that's something that we got to respect because that's the lens that we're taking the world in. And that's how we're seeing the world. And so to each their own. And that's something that you can't discount because you just never know. But when I look at this, Honestly, I would highlight and say you got to be very careful because if you're putting energy out because it is stated that what you focus on is going to expand. And so if you are focusing on an irrational thought and maybe it's an irrational thought for you, I don't know. Um, but if you are focusing on that, is that going to push you forward to the direction that you want to go? Is it going to allow you to get to that next point or is it going to be something that with the thought it holds you back? And so you've got to look at it because what you focus on expands. And so your thoughts are very powerful. What you think and you what you let slip by how you speak to yourself and what you put out is going to return to you and it's going to expand. And it's uh, the, the law of sowing and reaping. What you put out is what you're going to get back. And so for me, when I look at that, I, I would say you've got to be very careful on not giving any weight to an irrational thought. But that's where it also comes down to the fact with that thought. Is it a fact or is it an opinion? And so that's something else that comes into play that your thoughts here, is it a fact or is it your opinion? And so with your opinion, you're going off of your experiences. You're going off of your what you've lived and what you've been told, the stories that you've been told. And so that's where it comes into play, where you've got to have that community. You've got to have the tribe. Because if you do not get away from yourself, if you don't have somebody that can step in there and help break that negative loop, it's going to continue because you are with yourself 100% of the time. And so I look at this in regards with the journey beyond divorce. And you look at it and you've got to ask yourself, what story are you rehashing and what are you replaying over and over again? And I've talked about it for myself. The biggest thing that I dealt with was I'm not worthy. And that was a story that kept entertaining and kept spinning and spinning and spinning. And until I got around individuals that lifted me up, saw the potential in, what, in myself before I saw it, I didn't have anything to break that negative loop. Because as a typical guy, I try to do everything on my own. And that does not work. Because if you try to do everything on your own and you don't have the, the support system, you don't have the tribe, you don't have the individuals that can step in and help disrupt those thoughts, it's going to continue because you are with yourself 100% of the time. And it's one of the uh, unique things because the individual that I follow part of the coaching class that I'm going through the journey intensive is uh, John had sent out a text here. Let me see here. 
when you do things that truly matter to you, that line up with your truth and your story, you no longer live closer to your potential, but you become lighter and lighter becomes happier. Uh, is what you're doing in life truly meaningful to you? Do the relationships you're investing in truly matter? And so, <laughs> ooh, that is one of those tough things that you've got to look and say, is these relationships that I'm investing in, do they truly matter? Is it the fact of I'm able to be my true self, not have to worry about showing up as my pseudo self, have a mask on to try to cover up X, Y, Z, whatever it may be. And so are you being true to yourself? And are you doing what brings you passion? Are you doing what you're passionate about and is lifting your spirit because the sad thing that takes place is people will do things that don't feed them. They'll do things that don't feed their spirit, don't align with their foundational value. And then they end up losing on their energy management, protecting their energy, protecting themselves because of the fact that they are doing something that somebody else told them to do. And so it's the same thing when you look at the aspect after a, an expired relationship, after a divorce takes place, a lot of relationship. Are you continuing that pattern that you were in before the expired relationship, before the divorce took place, before the loss of the relationship? Because if you are continuing to do the same thing, why would you expect different results? And so it's one, one of those things that like people will not do the work. People will not work on themselves and they continue going down the same road. They continue to do the same shit that they did previously and then wonder what's going on. Or they go through the fact that they don't take accountability for their actions. They don't take accountability for what they were responsible for, what took place in the previous relationship, whatever it may be. And instead of taking responsibility for their actions, because it's so easy for us to pass the buck, pass the blame to somebody else, because that means we don't have to take responsibility. We'll pass it on to somebody else and kick the can down the road. And then when we get to the, the fork in the road and we're looking at getting into a new relationship and we haven't taken the, the accountability, we haven't done the responsibility, we haven't worked on ourselves, but we assume that, oh, this new relationship is going to be different. <laughs> you are still 100% responsible. You're still 100% yourself in that relationship. And so it's the fact that we have to understand that we've got to do the work. we got to show up. we got to be true to ourselves. And some people will be like, what do you mean by being true to yourself? What lights your, what lights, up, lights you up? What drives you? What's, what's your passion? Um, are you going into a relationship and losing yourself? Because a lot of times we end up putting these fake labels and we end up doing some crazy ass shit that it doesn't pertain to us. It's not true to who we are, but we're trying to put on the best front and fake it and uh, try to impress individuals and try to get the validation from other people because of whatever rules, whatever we're playing with in society, whatever society is telling us, and it's not going to work out. It's going to really, truly suck because you're going to be repeating the vicious past that's taken place over and over again because you haven't done the work. And uh, I think that that's the biggest thing is we've got to do the work. Uh, let me see here. Just look in here. And <laughs> this, guy, this goes well here. This, this goes awesome. And I look at it because... Uh, what John shares here. And it, it's one of those things that I'm going through the process and looking, and we have to understand that there's a thread of commonality 
between all of us a lot of times. And maybe you've got a message that you have and you truly want to share, but you're like, who's going to listen to me? Well, guess what? There's a thread of commonality between all of us going through whatever situation it is, but your experience is unique to you. And so when you go through this experience, you can share your perspective and how it impacted you and how it played out for yourself and share that message. And somebody else could hear that. And that's the beautiful thing that we have to understand. The fact that even though there may be similarities, there's going to be a lot of differences because we're each our own individual self. The experience is going to be different. So you have that experience. You have your perspective to share with other people. And it just it's one of those very powerful things when you really start focusing and understanding that, hey, we're each unique. We each bring something to the table that's different, and this is who we are. So let's show up and play big and be true to ourselves. But the other thing here that goes very uh, goes very well is uh, the thing about growth is that it isn't a constant. And when I look at that, that is very true because you're going to have up and ups and downs. You're going to have days that you end up sliding back. You're like, man, I was doing so well, and then you slip. You fell backwards. But that's the thing is you can't allow that to dictate what's taking place. It was a stumbling block. Get up and learn from it and go and progress. Wipe yourself down, dust yourself off, and keep pushing. Don't allow that one circumstance that tripped you up to hold you back. No, get up and go go swing the bat some more. Go do what you need to. Just because you've done work on yourself doesn't mean you're done or won't snap back in old ways. And think about that because old ways, they're habits. And so maybe you're going along and you're working on yourself. You get into a relationship and all of a sudden you snap back to the old way. And maybe that story that you thought you had at bay comes up and it pops up and says you're not worthy. So you could potentially have that arise where you may self-sabotage the relationship because of that, that negative story that popped back up. Maybe something happened you never know. And so it, that's where you got to give yourself grace and understand that we're not perfect. We're in a continual growth mode, a continual growth aspect that is never ending. And that's the beautiful thing is continual growth never stops unless you let it stop. And then all of a sudden you lose the momentum and then you're like, what's going on here? And so with this piece here, uh, we are like rubber bands working on yourself is a never ending process, not a one time thing. And so when you really look at that and you hold it up and you start reflecting on it, maybe your previous relationship, you didn't do any work on yourself. Maybe you got so caught up in the relationship that that was your identity, that you identified as that relationship. You didn't identify as yourself and you ended up going about not living your own life, even though you're in a relationship, but you got to live your own life. And so maybe that's where you look and say, OK, I'm still growing. I'm still learning. And if you have a mistake, cool. Give yourself grace. Step up go forward and do what you need to. Um, but it's the fact that it's a continual growth process. Habits are one of those toughest things sometimes to break because it's in that comfort zone. It's been something that you're comfortable with and you're used to. And it's scary when the growth comes in and you're like, oh my goodness, like something, you kind of jump over the, the your comfort zone, you get out there and you're like, it's kind of scary. Something takes place and it freaks you out. You jump back in your comfort zone. It's the habits. <laughs> so you go and you're trying to break that habit. You're trying to change the habit to cover and to meet who you are now at the place that you are. And so that's the thing. Um, a habit, it, it takes time. It takes work. You can do it. Um, but you've got to understand that we're human. We may have the mistakes. We may trip up. And it's okay. So get yourself up, go back and do it again and work to continue to change that habit, change it to the habit that you want. Don't allow the habit to control you. Um, go in there and do the work and shift it and change it, do whatever it may be. And 
so it's it's one of those things that you're looking things are popping up and there was another thing that just came to mind and then end up getting into the, the the aspect of reflection time and that's this is personal reflection for yourself but let me see here this is from uh trent Sheldon. i've talked a little bit about trend whatnot um but let's see here and he had talked about three things you must protect protect your peace if it's costing you your peace then it's too expensive and so that's the thing that you've got to look at if you're in a relationship or look at your previous relationship and reflect back and say, okay, well, what can I learn from it? If you look at the, the relationship and there wasn't peace, it wasn't a safe space for you. Now you got to look and say, okay, what can I do differently? Did you speak up and let the other person know your needs, your desires, what you needed from that relationship? Or did you end up being very maybe passive aggressive or it, fighting wasn't your style, which the thing is we have to understand that when disagreements arise, you've got to work together to tackle the problem. It's not you going against each other. It's you working together to tackle that problem. But maybe you weren't in a position or you just weren't there all the way to speak up and say, no, this is not right. Um, I need to protect my peace and this is what I need. But, if you weren't protecting peace and you're in a space that you didn't feel safe, it wasn't a safe space for you because ultimately your relationship, that's somebody that you're doing life with. It should be a spot in a space that you feel comfortable going in there and being true to yourself. But maybe we, you were under the assumption of, well, I don't want to speak up because it may cause more heartache. It may cause more arguments. But you got to understand you are an individual. You have your needs. You have your desires of what you need to have within that relationship to create that space, create your space for you, for yourself. Uh, let's see here. Protect your heart. Everybody doesn't deserve a key to your soul. And that's huge because you you go through the, the heartbreak, you go through the divorce, you go through the journey. And maybe you haven't done the work enough to be comfortable to be by yourself. Um, we look at it as humans, we're social creatures. And so we love to be around people. It's one of those things that we're built to be around others. But you could have gotten to the point where you had really lost yourself and you got to the point where you're like, I need a relationship. I need somebody around. And so you end up giving your giving a key to your heart to somebody else that doesn't deserve it. And so you've got to look at that and you've got to it goes back to protecting that peace. But to combat this, though, you've got to work to get to the point where you're, you're comfortable being by yourself. You're comfortable being on your own, um, even though it goes to the fact that we're, we're social creatures. And so that's the importance of creating your tribe but also living your own life, living your truth, living your solid self and whatnot. And it, it can be tough. Um, it can be not easy, um, but that's also where you've got to look. What are, what are you telling yourself? What stories are you telling yourself? Are you saying, I can't do this. I've got to have somebody around myself. Um, it sucks that I'm by myself. And so it, it's something that you got to work on. I've talked about it for my, <laughs> for me, when I went through the divorce piece, I was so, I was like, I don't want to be by myself. Um, and then I'd hear people are like, oh, being single is great. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, you're crazy. <laughs> but with the growth and everything that I've gone through, it's, it's a beautiful thing now to be able to rise up and be comfortable with being by myself. Um, understanding that, hey, it's okay. Um, it's, it's part of becoming my true self, becoming who I'm meant to be. So that way, when I come to the table in that next relationship, I'm bringing my, my whole true self, nothing but my true self. And um, you take it or you leave it. I, I can't force you to <laughs> take who I am. Uh, like I said, I'm not everybody's cup of tea, which is okay. Uh, that's cool and whatnot. So uh, I've gotten to the point where, all right, cool. I'm, I'm here by myself living life. It'd be nice to have somebody to live do life together with but 
hey, it's okay. That's where you build your social circles, you build your tribe and, <laughs> and do what you need to. Um, and then the last thing, protect your energy. Stop being around people that do nothing but bring stress to your life. And it's it's powerful because you are a battery. You're you're a, a living battery. And so you can end up being connected with somebody. You can be around somebody that just drains you and you're not protecting yourself. You're not protecting your energy. You're not standing up for yourself. And then you get you end of the day, you get away from that person. You're like, why am I so burnt out? Why am I tired? Well, you're not protecting your energy. You're you're putting out unnecessary energy to people that don't deserve it. And so you've got to look and find out. And really, it's one of those things. But you've got to find those people that that charge you up, that that build you up, that really pulls out who you are and whatnot. And sometimes that's not easy um, because maybe you love being around people. And so you're not being mindful about your energy. You're not being mindful about energy management. And you're just like, ah, I love people. And some people do that. But then you also have potential aspect of, are you a people pleaser? So now you love people and you're being a people pleaser and you're trying to please everybody else and it's not working. So you've got to like you've got to audit and see who you truly are surrounding yourself, who you bringing in, and uh, who are you linking up with that is charging you and uh, lifting you up and whatnot. And so that goes back to protecting your heart, protecting your peace, creating the space for yourself, and standing up and letting people know what you need, regardless of what type of relationship it is. You you need to be vocal and let people know what you need. You can't let people walk over you and be like, oh, that's cool. Like, I'm not going to speak up because I'm scared to cause somebody to be angry, somebody to be sad. No, screw that. Like, speak up for yourself. Let people know what you need. So going through, <laughs> just, just kind of weird. We're going down the path and whatnot, and there's little pathways here and there. It's good times. But when you look at this whole past year 2020 <laughs> it it was a very interesting time it was a time that i don't think anybody ever expected to take place it, it things happened there were challenges but you know what you've got to take the time right now pull back the curtain and look and say okay who did I become this year? How did I grow from this year? What new skills? What new talents? Uh, what did I do differently that really pushed me out of my comfort zone? How many of you took advantage of the time, the, the slowdown time that we had, and really kind of found who you truly were, found that, that passion, found that calling, found what really aligned with who you are. How many of you started a new endeavor? How many of you had launched a new course? For me, launched a couple podcasts, got really big into live streaming and doing lives and just showing up and being consistent. But for yourself, it, you've got to look and reflect and, and pull back the curtain, really look and do a deep dive and say, what came out of this year? What can I take coming out of 2020, going into 2021, that will be the difference to see some things take place within my life that will be different? Uh, maybe you've had the chance to really work on yourself. You've done the deep dive work. And now, what type of individual are you going to be going into that new relationship? What type of individual are you going to be when you end up meeting other people? Who are you going to be when you're showing up and being true to yourself and not having your pseudo mask on, but in your true solid self? What came out of this year for you, honestly? What are you grateful that really took place and whatnot? And it goes hand in hand because there's a, another book, 
Um, and I'll put it in the show notes for the book. You can go click on the affiliate link. It will be there. Uh, the book is by John Gordon and two other authors. I don't remember the other two, but it's one word. And I believe it's completely the complete title. Actually, let me look it up here. But it's written by John Gordon. Um, if you're really big into books, John Gordon writes great books that are very pertinent. Um to have you reflect and look at things differently, consider different pieces, different aspects. Uh, he had written the book, The Egg, The Carrots, and The Coffee Bean. And so that's a great story when you really think about it because it's talking about the environment. And are you one of those individuals that when things take place in the environment, and so now we're going into the aspect of, and I've talked about it, that the work that you have to do starts on the inside. You can't let the external world impact you. You've got to work on yourself. But there are people out there that could potentially be either an egg or a carrot. And so talk about boiling water. The egg goes in there, and while sitting in the boiling water and cooking, it hardens. And so do you allow situations to harden you? Do you allow situations to jade who you are? So when you meet a new person, and maybe you had an experience with somebody that was very similar to this person, but this new person that you see here is completely different with their drive, their passion, their motivation. And are you allowing that situation that hardened you to jade you to judge this individual in front of you? Or you could potentially be a carrot where as it boils, it gets soft and mushy. <laughs> and so are you one that things come up, challenges come up, and you just kind of wither? You kind of you soften and you end up just letting the, the challenge roll you over and really destroy you. Or are you a coffee bean that when the bean goes in the water, even though we have coffee pots and whatnot, but when that water hits the bean, the bean ends up impacting the environment and really changing things. And so are you are you a person that you can go into a situation and impact it? Or are you allowing it to harden you? Or are you allowing it to soften you up and mush you up and then it rolls you over and you're like, oh my goodness. So you've got to look at it. And this is the importance of working on yourself. That's when I look at it, because with the journey beyond divorce, if you get into the new relationship, you haven't done the work, and then you project your insecurities onto that other person. <laughs> oh, it's not good because that isn't that true person. You're projecting things out on this person, and it's going to cause a bigger headache. It's going to cause you... Uh, pain and suffering because you're you're projecting and it's you may be causing self-sabotage because you're projecting and it, it, you've got to do the work you've got to work on yourself and so i'm looking this up the book by john gordon one word and i think it's one word that will change your life but um it's one of those books that you read it every year you go through the process and a lot of people will end up doing it at the beginning of December. Um, I've had individuals that have talked about November uh, doing that work because it, it may take time. And it is one word that will change your life. It's by Dan Britton, Jimmy Page, and John Gordon. And it's a very short book. It's only 44 pages, so it's a very short read, um, but it's powerful and whatnot. So when you look at the upcoming year 2021 you're heading in there with the the change of who you are uh the advancement um rewiring your thought process rewiring the stories that you're telling yourself what word do you want to have as your focus to drive you going forward going into different parts and the beautiful thing about this is with it being one word it's very simple so Simplicity makes it very simple that it doesn't overcomplicate things. You don't throw a wrench in there because you're like, well, here's this long phrase that I'm going to live by for the next year. And then it gets overcomplicated. You start overthinking things. One word is very simple. 
it's a big driving force. It's it's not a lot to complicate and whatnot. But for me, when I look at it, the and you'll be like, this is not one word. That's two words. Um, but ultimately, going into 2021, it's it's imperfect action. It's uh, going out there and doing the damn thing and just showing up. If it happens where I've got to make a pivot, then that's cool. I'll make the pivot. If it happens where it doesn't work out, cool. I'll look and be like, okay, what can I learn from this? Let's move forward. But you got to take imperfect action because you know what? When when you look at imperfect action, you're going to jump and just go and do it. If you're trying to have everything sync up, have everything perfect, good luck because you're going to overthink it. You're in that perfectionist mode and you're going to miss. And so that's a, a big thing to really think about when you're doing your yearly reflection time and looking and saying, okay, what did I learn? What did I grow from? Who am I now? What's what's my mindset? What thoughts do I have? What am I telling myself? And uh, what work have I done on myself? And it's one of those things, like I said, that one word is very simple, very easy. But it it's up to you. <laughs> you are the expert in your life. You are the hero of your life. You've got to make the determination of what's best for you. So just very simple, very quick with this episode. But like we always do in the episode with uh, pod decks, and uh, we like always bring up, if you are an individual that is live streaming, if you are on Twitch, if you're doing lives, if you're doing interviews, <laughs> anything of that, this is a great tool to utilize. And you go to poddex.com. There's a code that I have. It gives you 10% off of your initial first purchase. It's let's go to six. Uh, that'll be in the show notes um, if you're wanting to look into it. But ultimately, it's one of those things that I highly suggest uh, jumping on, highly suggest utilizing and whatnot. So see what we got going on here. And uh, let me see here. Relationship deck. We'll uh, see what we got with this piece here. So this question here is, which makes you fall in love with someone more, physical attraction or a non-physical connection? And this is very, very subjective. This is, everybody's got a different viewpoint. Everybody views things differently. And ultimately, I think when I'm looking at this, it's the, the aspect of it's the non-physical connection is a little weighted more um, because I'm looking at the mindset of the person. I'm looking at uh, how they speak to themselves and how they view things. And so that's the uh, non-physical connection there. The mind is a beautiful thing. And so for me, it's looks and all that can swing and go up and down and things happen. And so um, the the physical attraction, that plays into it a little bit. But for me, it's more of the individual with their, their minds and um, how they treat people. Is this person driven? Are they goal-oriented? And um, are they really truly being true to themselves are they showing up as their true self or are they showing up as their pseudo self and uh that could take a little bit too and you really truly think about it trying to figure out who somebody is you could potentially get a lot from one one meeting one date um but you gotta think about it like a lot of individuals when it comes to that first date or first meeting they are so far out trying to like show up and like get the validation of the other person, I guess. I don't know. Um, because this is, I'm so far out here that um, it, it's hard for me to sometimes put it into words, but it's one of those things that they are, they're putting on a show. <laughs> they're, they're putting on a show for whatever reason. It's like, no, just be true to yourself. Um, but ultimately, like when I look at it, that they go very close, but that non-physical connection is weighted just a bit more. Um, 
looks are nice and whatnot, but like I look at it, it looks that physical attraction piece, the looks one day are not going to be there. But as you're aging with somebody, you've been around somebody, you see this person for who they are, regardless of what's taking place over time to their body and everything like that. So, but I look at it is that that's not physical connection. That mindset piece of the mind. Mind's a beautiful thing. Looking here. Man, so how long do you think it takes before you know you love someone? (laughs) This is, man... It's one. That's a question that you you hear you'll hear all these roles like you just oh man, it, <laughs> uh, you wait three days to make uh, try to reach out to this person. But yeah, like uh, how long do you think it takes before you know you love someone? That yo oh, man, um, it's one of those things that it's subjective because everybody is going to have some some list, some, something in regards to their, their non-negotiables. Oh man. I, I I honestly, I don't think there is a true answer. It's the same thing in regards with going through a divorce and uh, trying, how how long is it before you should be back to yourself before the divorce happened? I don't know. Like that's up to everybody. Um, so how, how long do you think it takes before you know you love someone? I've heard stories from people that they knew they loved this person the first time they met them. <laughs> and then I've heard other stories where people are like, it, it took like a year for me to really find out that I love this person. So it's, oh man, that's each, each to their own on that one. Um, and so it, <laughs> there's really not a timeline there's it's it's an individual thing um (laughs) thanks travis for this question uh these questions are great but yeah it's like i don't know like you can't put a time on it everybody's different Hmm. do you think once you love someone you will always love them or do you think love can fade away with time so that's one of those very unique things in regards when you look at it because you have the the intimate love that that love for somebody that's near and dear to your heart but you also have the, the friendship piece that friendship love and you could potentially have the issue where you have drifted curve the person gets in the boat they drift but are they willing to get back in the boat to come back or do they let the drift just keep taking them away and, and so if you're basing loving that person like the full time and it's that the, the i don't even know it's not the friendship love but it's the intimate love whatever we're gonna call it. i don't i'm liking here but the friendship piece is is the biggest thing um, because you you have that relationship, it should be based on the foundation of a friendship. Because there's going to be times where you get pissed off. You may be like, "Oh my goodness!" Like today, today that love is very small for you because of what <laughs> whatever it is. Um, but it's that friendship piece. That friendship piece is the foundational piece. Are you there? Because when you have a close close friendship you are there through thick and thin you're there with that person you've got their back and so do you have a relationship that's built on that friendship love or was it built on that infatuation stage um the the animalistic love very quick uh puppy dog love the honeymoon phase and that's all it's been built on because once that goes out the window you you don't have a strong foundation um, so the man, will you always love them? Once you love someone, you will always love them. I think with that friendship piece, you'll always love them. You'll always care for them and whatnot. Um, 
Or do you think love can fade away with time? I don't think love can, well, it depends on how, how that relationship's built. <laughs> so it's another thing here that's subjective. It's everybody. But honestly, I look at it, if it's built on that that friendship piece, that, that friendship love, it's going to survive and it will be there. Um, the intimate love, the, the passionate love, um, all that type of love if you've got it reversed where friendship is in the foundation it's not going to last it's not going to survive um because you've got to have that friendship piece so just uh how to look at it and everybody's going to potentially look at it a little bit differently and whatnot uh last one here what do we have here let's see ultimate interview deck What is a recent compliment you've received? And I think the most recent compliment that I've received is with what is taking place with the journey beyond divorce, what we're sharing. I actually had somebody that said, hey, man, what you're doing with uh, the journey beyond divorce and what you guys are sharing is huge. And so I take that as a compliment because it's the value that we're providing. It's the the tools and the strategies that we've gone through and we've utilized. And I've I've said this before. Um, what we've what we speak on, the tools that we utilize, our thought process, our um, circle, how we how we look at things and whatnot, isn't going to be for everybody. Uh, there's going to be times that we'll talk about a certain uh, topic in an episode, and it may not resonate with somebody. It may not be the tool that they need, which is okay. Um, it's the fact that you cannot, you can't put us on, you can't have these expectations for us. We're all human, because if you have these expectations for myself and Miriam, being human, those are predetermined resentments, and so. Uh, what we talk about and the different things that we bring to light, it may not be best fitted for you. And so don't take it for gospel. Um, it's just different things that we're sharing, but it's one of those things that they're tools. And so you can pick and choose what best serves you and throw that in your toolbox and create your own toolbox and um, do what you need to. But the compliment is, hey, you, what you're doing is great. What you're doing is needed. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. So that covers uh, pod decks. Uh, it's a good time just kind of generating thoughts that <laughs> go outside. So it's prompting and whatnot. So I love it um, just because it does give a different perspective. But again, want to thank you guys for your support. Want to thank you for just uh, cheering us on, supporting what we're doing. If you have somebody that you know that can benefit from what we share, the podcast. All we do is we ask that you share. With the podcast, it is located on pretty much every platform you can find your podcast. Uh, the big ones, I know we're on Apple, so you have a lot of people that are Apple. So, And then the other big one is Spotify. But we are on other platforms, too. We're starting with Anchor. Uh, we've got Google Podcasts. We're on Pocket Cast. But ultimately, you can find the podcast anywhere that you can find any other podcast. So all we ask is that you share the podcast with others that you know that may need to hear what we speak on. Maybe we, they're struggling and they don't feel like there's anybody that they that they feel that has been on the same journey. They feel like they're on, on their own Island share away because that legitimately is the only way that is going to help people to understand that people have gone through it before people have overcome it and gotten to a point where they are. So all we do is we ask that you share the podcast. If you watch in this video, hit share and send it to a friend, send it to whoever you think needs to hear it. The uh, other thing that we have with Facebook is we ha do have our Facebook group, After Divorce, Grace, Laughter, and Lessons. Uh, just another space, another safe space that it is a private group, um, but it is a space to create a tribe, find individuals that have gone through the same situation, and just build that space for you to overcome, get to where you need to go, and just ultimately create that family, that family that you feel comfortable with.
And we do have it set up where if you want to provide a monthly donation in the show notes, there's a link that you can click on and provide a monthly donation that allows myself and Miriam to continue to produce the content. It would allow us to be able to update our equipment, be able to uh, increase what we're able to do with uh, providing value. And then if you are an individual that you don't know what to do, you uh, need, you're, you're at your baseline or you're stuck and whatnot, and you want to excel in a certain part of your life, reach out. Um, ultimately, I've talked about this, started with uh, Focus on Divorce Showman, talking to a couple individuals, expanded it to the divorce piece for both men and women. But truly, what's come up is the aspect that it's the relationship piece. And so if you're you're having the, the sticking point, um, you want to thrive within your relationships, um, you just don't know what to do within a relationship, reach out. Ultimately, uh, my, my goal is to create that space for you. I come with a very neutral stance, a uh, non-judgmental space for you as an individual where you can show up and be true to yourself. Um, you have somebody that's going to sit there with you and allow you to talk or just sit there with you and just give that person that you need. Maybe you just need somebody to listen to. Um, but when we look at it, the relationship piece, the biggest relationship that we've got to work on is the relationship that we have with ourselves. That is going to dictate everything else, that relationship that you have with yourself. But now that's where you're dealing with the, the obstacles, the, the stories that you're telling yourself, the 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 noise in your head. Um, so ultimately, it's working on getting from that baseline and thriving within that relationship that you have with yourself. So if you'd like uh, to sit down and uh, do a discovery call, reach out. Um, you can on Facebook send me a private message. In the show notes, we have the email that you can send an email. It's uh, TJ, so Tango, um, the journey beyond divorce. So tjbd0711 at gmail.com. And you can send an email that way. We can connect that way. So other than that, I want to thank you guys for your support. Thank you for everything that you allow us to do. We will catch you next week. And uh, before that, have a great New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Uh, just reflect and say, okay, it's a opportunity for that new chapter to lock in with the skills, um, the growth that's taking place for myself, and just do some big things. But other than that, we'll catch you guys next weekend or next week. And hopefully Mary's back. Uh, don't know. I've got to talk to her and whatnot. But if not, it'll be me again coming and uh, sharing time with you. So I'll catch you guys later. All right. Peace.